celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your entire dream team is here to answer your questions. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. And of course, Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Joey, quite the... Uh, Quite the traveler again on QVC. QVC, one more time. Unbelievable. It's it's fun. What are you going to do, right? Yeah. So you got to make a living somehow here, how you know, you know. How well, it they're is. good people down there over at QVC, though. I like them. They're good. No, good they're, they're great. They're great. And um, you know what? You, you know, you're a big um, you're a big hit down there with um, Carolyn Gracie. Um, oh, yeah. She she loves you. So I don't know what kind of history you guys had in the past. It almost seems like you had some kind of relationship. Yeah, tell going us, there, the way she talks about you. She tell actually us. she actually is responsible for getting Animal Radio on its first flagship station in Los Angeles. So uh, she, she's my best friend for that what are you working on for the show today what kind of tips do you have coming up joey spring cleaning baby that's what we're going to talk about what do you have cats dogs monkeys fish turtles whatever <laughs> whatever whatever you got there we're going to um you know we're going to talk about spring cleaning and getting them ready you know getting them out of their winter coats and getting them into their spring coats and ready for summer sounds good do now our animals do they like to get cleaned up for spring cleaning their joy turner well it depends you know, some, especially I've noticed some of the little dogs love their baths because they get baths a whole lot. Ah. And other dogs just kind of like to be all natural. <laughs> and those kind aren't so keen on the whole spring cleaning them, but they don't mind if the house or something like that gets spring cleaned. Yeah. Is it also a gender thing? Do female <laughs> dogs like to be cleaner than male dogs? I have not found that to be so. Okay, okay good. Because I'm one of those people that once a week is enough for me. Whether really. you need what, it or not, I'm, right? Yeah. Stacy, what are you working on there in the newsroom? Okay, I have a story coming up. It's a real crack up. Literally, it's crack and it's up there. And um, thanks to a drug sniffing dog, they found that crack. It's not the prettiest story, but it's a good one. A puppy also that was put down on Saturday. They were euthanizing it. It rose up on Sunday. It's a miracle pup. And we'll tell you all about that coming up on Animal Radio News. Great. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. We go to the phones. Deborah, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here for you. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm marvelous. And who can I talk to for you today? I've got, I call him a 1998 model gray cat that I found in 2000, and I've had him ever since. And I don't know where he came from. I don't know if they threw him out or if he ran away from home. And I was wondering if you could tell me. Can you tell me his name, please? Woody. Woody? Yes. Oh, Woody says, hasn't he demonstrated his loyalty to you? Yes. He said he would never run away. But I, w- I was wondering where he came from, though, because I found him. He said, yes, but you asked if he ran away or if he got put out. Right. His answer was he would never run away, which means he got put out. Oh, that's really a shame. Something happened to his person. I'm assuming that that one must have passed on or went into a nursing home or something like that. Right. Because whoever was taking care of that stuff just left him out. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for your call, Deborah. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. 
Anyway, uh, let's see. Big show today. We're going to look for another Dodge Journey pet destination. And uh, if you have a special place you like to take your dog or your cat or your goldfish or your iguana or your flamingo, whatever it is, we want to hear about it, especially East Coasters. We're hearing a lot of West Coasters. I know. If you live on the East Coast, you have a special place you like to take your animals. We have this list going on over at the website so that any time you're traveling in the country, you're looking for a place that other people really enjoy to take their animals, you'll find a place uh, right there on that list. And we call this the Dodge Journey Pet Destination List. Now, if you want to be part of this, you can call us one 866 405-8405, and the best part is we'll give your dog or your cat or your iguana or your flamingo, we'll give them gifts that you can take out to wherever they enjoy to, to, to run and run romp if it's the beach, if it's the park. We'll give you gifts for telling us your Dodge Journey pet destination. one 405 8405 right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Maybe you should spit it out. Is this thing on? Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Still trying to get uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, not green anymore. We, we, we greened her up for St. Patty's Day. <laughs> but she's so cute. You followed uh, Joey's advice about the old tie. Yes, oh, the, yeah, the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid. It doesn't seem to be coming out that easy this time. I don't know what the That's deal okay. is. okay. It's still cute. It is cute. It's the only green dog I've ever seen. Is she pooping green? That's she's what not I pooping ask. green, which is the important thing. If right, she's not right, pooping green, then it's all good, right? That's pretty much what the doctor says anytime you go there. They 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 flip the lips up. They say, is she pooping green? Is she eating? And if, if the answers are all uh, unaffirmative, then you're okay, right? And you are talking about the veterinary, not when you go to the doctor. Yeah, right? that's different. They don't flip my lips when they go to the doctor. But uh, okay, so uh, are we going to go to the phones? Okay, we'll go to the phones in just one second. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team. Stacy's working on news. What do you got going on? Well, you know how girls are now allowed on wrestling teams and football teams. Sure. Well. Pigs are now allowed on dog agility teams huh. with some stipulations, of course. And there's a little pig that's doing pretty good. We'll tell you all about that coming up. <laughs> and uh, Biggest Losers now featuring gorillas. Well, not the TV show Biggest Loser, but there are a pair of gorillas that have lost a lot of weight by going back to uh, eating like they did in the wild. Huh. I don't know. I might try it myself. <laughs> they lost 65 pounds. Oh. They can do it. I can, I can do, do it. it. Okay. We'll tell you more about that coming up on Animal Radio News. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I have a question about my 13-month Newfoundland. Um, okay. I have a dog. She, she was on her about a year ago. Um, in the last, maybe it was like three or four weeks ago, she was diagnosed with a torn cruciate ligament on her right um, hind leg. And right. about a week and a half later, the left leg one. Oh. So we're at the, yeah, we're, we're kind of devastated about it. But we took her to the vet, and he was recommending TPLO surgery for her. Okay. Yeah. And uh, um, my question, though, is because she is a large breed, um, she's not overweight. She is um, she's in really good shape. In fact, she's probably on the thin side right now because she's not eating as well because she's in a lot of pain. Um, mm-hmm. It's a long recovery period. And I know I have to pretty much crate her most of the day after the surgery. And mm-hmm. we have to kind of carry her in and out of the house because we have stairs every, everywhere to get in and out of our house. And then the other question, you know, just to see if that's going to be kind of cruel for her because they only can do the surgery one leg at a time. 
And then the other thing is, is um, I've been reading a lot that they end up developing arthritis a lot of the times after the surgery anyway. So I mm-hmm. just kind of wanted to get your opinion on the subject. Okay, sure. And ironically, I was just getting off the phone chatting with someone about their dog with cruciate disease who just had surgery. So very strange. Um, But yes, um, with cruciate disease in dogs, um, yes, they will go on after um, surgical repair and have some arthritis. The problem is you have a baby here, and it would be a very different answer I would give you if you have a 12-year-old dog versus a 1- or 2-year-old dog. So because she is so young, I would definitely definitely encourage you to have surgery done. Um, mm-hmm. And the TPLO is the, one of the best ways to manage a very large dog. Um, and we kind of have to look at how these kind of injuries happen. Um, and in dogs, it's somewhat related to the, the angles in their knee and the forces that are put on those major support ligaments in the knee. So the cruciate is the big one. And when that blows, we lose the major stability in that joint. So um, having both of those at such a young age, um, I think for longevity and use of her legs, that would be the better way to go. And I certainly would not advocate not doing surgery. That that would be, that would be a last case scenario for that twelve year old dog that I. Uh, don't right. know that I want to put them through that surgery. And interestingly enough, when you said Newfoundland, um, there are certain breeds of dog that at a very young age are more prone for blowing out their cruciates and sometimes both of them. And uh, they tend to be Newfoundlands, among other yeah. breeds. Um, Akitas, Labradors, Rottweilers are, are very common in this because um, otherwise most vets will tell you, oh, that's unheard of. Young dogs don't get cruciate injuries, but um, it can right. happen particularly in those breeds. The only thing I was, I mean, I don't know how much stress this was going to cause. We really never crated her past five months old. Um, mm-hmm. She was not a dog that liked to be in crate. She, you know, no matter how, you know, we did everything we were supposed to. We just leave her there, you know, at the in the nighttime. And, you know, we just, she did not like to be crate. She's pretty much my shadow. She loves to follow sure. me everywhere around the house. And um, I'm just worried that for the months of recovery, and it's going to be about two months per leg, I'm thinking, um, how hard that's mm-hmm. going to be for her. You know, and I'd have to say, I'm probably a little bit more of a weenie when it comes to crating that long after yeah. um, this kind of surgery. You know, maybe the orthopedic specialist would say otherwise, but I think that I think you could get away with less than that. Now, certainly, yeah. we don't want her jumping and running, mostly so she doesn't hurt that other leg more so I, I would get that we want to keep her quiet um, but I usually don't have my post cruciate patients crated for two months at a time after surgery um, no. she's young she's a puppy so we do want to limit her activity and crating may be important initially as she's healing um, but a lot of times you know we have to give them something to do um, and just general activity around the house as long as we're not jumping slipping our legs uh, right. doing anything really crazy acrobatics, um, I'm usually fine with that kind of limited activity. Now, sometimes we will sedate and use tranquilizers for post-op patients, and uh, I'd say some of the more exuberant pets after this kind of surgery, I will do that, Um, although I find that some of the normal pet tranquilizers don't always work, so I'll kind of dabble in a little bit more exotic ones that that may not have as much tolerance effect. Um, But yeah, I, I would say... I'm definitely a fan of having large breed and extra large breeds having that surgery done because it gives them the best support on that leg. And some dogs, the, the, the last dog I was just talking to the, the family, they actually, that dog started walking very quickly within a day or two after surgery because there's so much wow. more support there than uh, was previously. So um, I, I would give are it they, a benefit. You would. 
Now, is there any studies, especially with a larger breed? I know the smaller breeds and the medium breeds probably have less. Um, I would think they would have a higher success rate just because because they are less weight and they're smaller. But the larger breeds, like a Newfoundland, um, is there any studies about arthritis setting in, at, you know, right after surgery or, or soon after surgery? Well, I mean, I can guarantee you she's going to have some degree of arthritis, even yeah. if immediately if you corrected that, because there has been an insult within that joint. Um, it would certainly, we would expect we'd see less arthritis over time if uh, we don't have that chronic inflammation going on inside the joint. So if we don't have that damaged uh, cartilage and the ligament flapping around inside the joint for longer yeah. periods of time, um, that kind of puts a little bit of perhaps a... Um, uh, degree of arthritis that we might expect. So, okay. So, uh, All right. Yeah. Well, thank you it's, very it's much. It's not avoidable. Very helpful. Yeah, and it's certainly not avoidable. It means we're going to have some kind of chronic concerns for her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think definitely with my my giant doggies, um, this is definitely the way to go and, and getting them back on those legs. And you know, you may always be very cautious. You may use joint supplements and other things yeah. to kind of help support her joints. Um, Actually, I've already but, started it. I said, you know what, I'm going to just start. It probably isn't going to help right now, but it's not going to hurt. <laughs> so I did. Absolutely. I started her on some glucosamine and. Um, so forth. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, best wishes with everything. Okay. And, and I hope that turns out well for you and her. And thank you for your call. This is Dr. Thank Debbie. you very much. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now here at Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your Natural Balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. 
Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. From that big home, I'm One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hey David, where are you calling from? Long Beach, California. Welcome to the show. I've got Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, here. What's going on with your dog? Hey David, you're with Vlade. I mean, so what's happening? Well, I just got this dog about a month ago from um, a friend of mine who doesn't live very far away, and every time we we him out into the yard. He just takes off and runs back to where he used to come from. So he he's running away from you. Yes. Uh, David, what do, what breed? He's a mix Labrador and Pitbull. Labrador and Pitbull. Boy, you have type of some type of independent. If we're gonna talk about, I always draw analogy between politics and dogs. And Lab is the uh, is the Democrat, and Rottweiler. It is the Republican, and you have some type of the independent dog. That's probably the problem, why he likes to be independent and run away. No, I believe the problem is not just um, uh, the dog wants to go back home, but also you are not creating bond with your dog. And the uh, solution to this situation can be very interesting. Basically, I'm not sure what the schedule, what type of the, the what does your schedule looks like. Uh, are you working all day long, or are you just uh, going home for lunch? What what do you do, David? I um I work in maintenance, and I only work about a mile from my house. So I uh I come back and I see my dog during lunch. Sure. I walk if- him. I'll have my. One of my roommates walking. Sure, sure. If any way you could take your dog, start to take your dog with you. Have a crate, put it in your truck, and just basically having your dog all the time with you. Is it possible? At least for two I weeks. I can work it out. Yeah, that's what my first suggestion would be. you got to create the bond. Uh, just imagine, you're, you, you now and your, your dog now would be 24-7 together. I would like you to break every possible rule and spoiling your dog a little bit. For instance, uh, pro, uh, let the dog jump on the couch when, when, when you're watching TV. Uh, put your dog crate. I would definitely use the crate in your house and put, I would have uh, basically two crates, maybe one crate light and second more durable. And the light crate I will put next to your bed on your side. You, are you married? No, I'm not. Okay, so you don't sleep with, with a girl anyway. So the dog can be not in your bed. That's what I not not suggest. On the couch, it's okay when you invite. But uh, sleep by, by your side. This is the eight-hour socialization and bonding. All what you need to do, David, to get the great result, that just get some sleep. And eight hours, your dog will be bonding toward you. Now, a few more tricks to share with you. 
I would like you to uh, get a nice treat, um, something, uh, maybe even, uh, don't worry about this, temporarily, you can use kalbasa, you can use sausages, whatever it takes, but it's okay to use the treats, but it should be very delicious, and while you're home, 10 times per day, every maybe 30, 30 minutes, just say, what is your dog's name? His name is Matazuma. Oh my gosh, it is very hard for even for me to pronounce. You have, you, sh you should change it. Let's say you, for instance, your, your dog's name will be like, say, Matt. You say, Matt, hey, come over here, baby. Come on, what I have? And make the noise and give him treats. And after that, a few minutes, you're ignoring him. And do it again and again and again. That really will help you to, to, to keep, keep your eyes on him, uh, to keep her eyes or him eyes on you all the time. Uh, feeding, don't leave the food on the floor. Make sure you are feeding. And if you're traveling with your dog, you, you feed your dog, uh, with you, wherever you're in the, in, in the truck or on the grass. Uh, between the work, get the dog out a little bit, uh, work with your dog, do some training a little bit, you know, uh, feeding the dog, giving the treats. Can you imagine you go pick up some milk? You know, a dog is waiting for you. He sees so many people passing by and where's the David? David comes in, David give him treats. That's how binding should be, and of course, the person who you got the dog from should not, for in this situation, should not even should not come to your home, should not check on your dog, nothing. He should forget about your dog. Don't even think about your dog because thoughts are transmittable. That's what what I do. That's everything together, and that's gonna work, okay? And when and, and when you are not home, please, you know, uh, confine your dog um, in the crate. Uh, make sure he doesn't break through the crate. That's why if he, that's why I suggest you start to take your dog with you. Temporarily. After that, you will be on the way to the to, to, to the success. As you've probably noticed, every week Kimpton Kimpton Hotels gives us a brand new hotel in their chain to talk about. And every week they bring us to a brand new city. This week it's Aspen. Have you ever been to Aspen, Joey? I haven't been to Aspen. I would love to. I would love to um, go to Aspen. So if Kimpton, you know, wants some, um, put you up there. You know, <laughs> Me yeah, too, me Joey. I've never been. Let's go together. There we go. Okay. Well, perfect. We had the choice of them sponsoring Animal Radio or sending you two to Aspen. We chose sponsoring Animal Radio, unfortunately. <laughs> or fortunately, Animal Radio brought to you by Kempton Hotels. If you're traveling to Aspen, stay at the Sky Hotel and bring your pet. Dogs and cats may not ski free, but they stay free. Any size, any weight, any breed. Now that's hot dogging. Find out more about Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling one eight 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 Kimpton K I M P T O N. That's hot dogging. That's hot dogging. <laughs> oh God, Al, please. Hey, Lisa. Hello. How are you doing? Doing good. Where are you calling from? California, Montebello, California. Montebello. Okay. Well, you're on with the good doctor here, Doctor Debbie. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing super. What kind of pet uh, question do you have here today? I have a cocker um, terrier. And, okay. Uh, he's about 14. 14 years. He'll be 15. Okay. Five. He's a senior fella then, huh? Yes, he is. He's a senior. And um, I was just curious because, okay, he already lost his eyesight in one eye. And then uh, he has um, a cataract in the other eye. You think okay. it's a good idea if I operate him? Or it's cool. Um, well, I mean, he is a bit up there in the years. Did these cataracts come on all of a sudden, or were they gradually? I guess gradually, but, you know, the doctor never told me the vet. When, when I when I took him, I said, well, it looks like if he has a, a cataract starting in this eye. And uh, mm -hmm. he says, uh, does he bump himself in places or whatever? I go, yes, he does. 
at times, and so I just, he never told me to go to a specialist or nothing, and and then when I mm-hmm. took him, it was already too late, because the specialist, uh, she told me that, you know, that is, I was already scratching all that, and, you know, she could really not do much, just give me some eye drops and some ointment, and that was it. So now yes. I see his eye, now I see his eyes getting, well, it's getting white already. Okay. Is that bad? Does, does it get smelly? Because I don't have no sense of smell, so I really don't well, know. It kind of depends on what we're talking about getting white um, as far as because dogs can have cataracts, which are a whitening of the lens inside the eye, but they can also have a white change on the outer surface of the eye, the cornea. Um, and we can see that um, as well, especially in cocker spaniels. They can get some corneal disease as they get older. Um, so, I, you know, I guess it's hard for me to say in that situation, if unless our eyeballs can go up to the, the telephone and, and we could kind of uh, gauge things a little closer. But I would say that cataracts, yes, in an older pet, they can be addressed surgically. Um, but it is a decision that I really kind of look at the pet's overall health and also how they've coped with their vision loss. Um, if your pet was a eight-year-old dog, I would not hesitate to recommend the surgery because it's wonderful for restoring vision um, and it really can restore a lot of activity to a pet's life. At 14, I think we have to kind of really look at um, our overall longevity and his overall health right now um, because we know that Cocker Spaniels, the life expectancy, you're kind of getting up there. So before we put him through a major surgery like that, um, I would just want to make sure that he's in good health and that's really in his best interest. Um, and also, if the ophthalmologist looked at the eye and said there's no point in doing the surgery because the eye is non-visual, then there's no point in doing that. So um, that, was that, uh, that was the left eye. Uh-huh. And now, now uh, the other, the right eye is the one that I see. You know, it's getting wide. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if that's a recent change, then I would definitely have it at least checked out. Um, you know, if you're a veterinarian, it's not quite sure and can't tell what's going on because sometimes it's a um, a lot harder to see in through these eyes that are very hazy. Then you might have to set up that visit with the ophthalmologist where they can use their special um, instruments to look further back into the eye to see if you know if it's worth um, worth the possibility. But I'd have to say, you know, 14 years of age, um, I would probably be focusing on making sure he's comfortable in those eyes, um, maybe rather than going for a full gun surgery to, to take cataracts out um, because sometimes cataracts can release proteins in the eyes that can cause pain and inflammation and we may want to at least address that and try to make sure we're keeping his eyes comfortable and uh, you know maybe really think hard and long about that surgery because um, I'm just not a complete fan at your baby's age to do that mm-hmm. okay too old too old it's too old for, for that kind of surgery well, Potentially, I, you know, it's not so much that he's too old. I'm going to say that, you know, it just really, do you want to put your great great grandfather through a heart bypass surgery when he's 95 years of age? Um, oh, you know, yeah. I want to just keep things realistic to what we're going to gain from that. And I don't know that you're going to gain a lot more good vision time with a baby who's already at 14. Oh. So, um, but I would still well, say, go see and have that eye evaluated. I, I still think it's very important to make sure we treat for ongoing problems in there. Thanks for your call, Lisa. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hey, Abby. Hi. Welcome to the show. Um, we had a little doggie. Her name was Truffles. Mm-hmm. And we were wondering if she was okay. Okay. Hi, Abby. Can you tell me what you mean by okay? Do you think she's sick or hurt or what? 
Well, she died. She passed away, and we were wondering if she was okay up in heaven. Okay, hold on a second, and let me go find her for you, okay? Okay. Oh, there she is. She's, oh, she is so, so, so excited to talk to you, and she is so happy. She says she's very sad that you're sad, but her life is very good there, and... She has a question that she wants you to ask your mom. Can your mom hear us? I can. Okay. She wants to know if you would like her soul to come back to you again. Absolutely. Okay. And she says, would you please explain that to Abby if she's not quite understanding it? Yeah, that's why Abby was, we were talking about getting another puppy. And Abby wanted to make sure it was Truffle says, well, if you'd rather have another different soul, that's okay with her, too. But she so enjoyed you, Abby. She just thinks you were, like, God's gift to the world. So she's happy. If you want to get another different soul for a puppy, that's okay. Or she'll arrange to come back to you. So you need to tell her. Okay. Thanks for calling today. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. A Fort Pierce, Florida man was riding his bike and thought he had the perfect spot to hide his crack but he didn't count on a police dog's sense of smell. He was arrested after police found a tube of crack in his buttocks after a drug-sniffing dog smelled a narcotic odor coming from his rear. The guy was riding his bike like a crazy person in the middle of the street, and a deputy approached him. He jumped off his bike, started getting really loud. The officer tried to pat him down, and he felt something tube-like in his behind. Well, a drug-sniffing dog was called in, immediately smelled the narcotic odor, where that sun don't shine, and the guy was taken to a nearby church's bathroom so the deputy could get the tube out in private. He was then arrested on charges of drug possession with intent to sell and possession of drug paraphernalia. A puppy that was put down on Saturday rose up on Sunday. KWTV in Oklahoma City says the three-month-old dog was found alive after he was being uh, euthanized along with his litter mates at an animal shelter over the weekend. A vet confirmed that the dogs were dead and their bodies were placed in a dumpster. Well, an animal control officer looked at the dumpster the next day and found the puppy alive and healthy. The little black-and-white pup was named Wally after the Pixar character who was the last of his kind. He's being cared for at a veterinary clinic until he can be placed in a loving home. And a West Virginia man was arraigned in Berkeley County Tuesday for allegedly trying to keep stray cats off his property. Brian Michael Bailey was arrested Monday for mixing toilet bowl cleaner and aluminum foil so he could create what he called cat bombs. Police visited his home after they got several complaints. He was making these explosive devices. Authorities searched the 42-year-old's residence. They found three plastic bottles that had been exploded, aluminum foil balls, cleaning solution. He uh, eventually admitted that he had been throwing the cat bombs out of his back door. This was just to keep the animals off his yard. He's now facing one felony count of illegal possession of destructive devices and explosive materials.
Dolphins are being credited with helping to rescue a dog that became trapped in a canal on Marco Island. Island resident Cindy Burnett said her 11-year-old Doberman Turbo disappeared and uh, after his gate was accidentally left open, she and her sons went looking for him. She says, I searched and searched. I called his name and I drove through the streets at least five or six times. Well, meanwhile, there was a group of dolphins that noticed the stranded dog and they literally kept splashing around for about 15 hours. They made such a commotion that neighbors, you know, they started to become alerted when they went to get a closer look there was turbo treading frantically in the canal water and he was unable to swim or back out of it but uh, she is incredibly thankful that the dolphin splash if uh, he had to tread water all night she said i know he would have never been able to do that i'm stacy cohen for animal radio get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com this has been an animal radio news update get more at animalradio.com find this strange that uh, the Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, is sharing her food with Judy, the studio stunt producer. <laughs> Why would I find that strange? Because I don't share? No, 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 no. Just that, uh, that Judy would be eating dog food, I guess. Well, I want to try oh, okay. what, what but my dog's eating. It's probably good dog food. Yes, it's it good is. Dog food. You know, I mean, if it's good, I'll try some. Exactly. Well, there's a brand new flavor out, and that's what you're trying, isn't it? Yes, it's Estelle and Chewy's. They have a new surf and turf. Surf and turf. Surf and turf, yes. It's a combination of salmon and beef. I bet the cats love that, too. I know. They love it. When I just break that little patty up and rehydrate it, boy, they can smell it, and they come running. Are we sending out samples of that, too? We have samples of that? I have very little. I might be able to send out one or two samples, but it has to be like to the first three callers because I don't have a lot of that one. That's a brand new one. That's well, they got to send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, right. so it's not going to be callers. But right. if right. you send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, we'll send you a sample back of Stella and Chewy's. Uh, if it's the new stuff, if we have some, we'll send it. If it's uh, the other one of the other great flavors, beef of, and chicken and yeah. lamb and duck. These great novel proteins. We'll send you a sample. There's no added hormones. There's no antibiotic. No antibiotics. It's made with raw USDA inspected meat, raised naturally. It's all pathogen free, and that's why we'd like to send you a sample so that we can prove to you and your dog that it's something that they're going to love forever and ever. Send us the self-addressed stamped envelope. All the information over at the website at animalradio.com. It's Stella and Chewies. And thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. You, you want to bite, Joey? Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. But I'll tell you what. It makes you want to eat it. It's better than the crap that we eat. That and, is you know, sure. I mean, it's... Yes. I mean, come on. Surf and turf dinner that with no antibiotic, antibiotics or hormones? Come on. It's pretty good. I had pancakes for breakfast yesterday and uh, waffles for dinner. A lot worse than uh, Stella and Chewy's. Eh? Oh, Ladybug eats much better than you do. Yeah. Hi, Randy. Hi. How are you guys doing? Doing good. What's going on hey. with your corgi? Well, I was out walking, uh, Bridget, the other day, and uh, a fella came up and started talking to me about the herding class dogs, and mm-hmm. he said that I should be aware that there is a gene mutation called the MDR1 gene mutation, and mm-hmm. I was yeah. wondering if Dr. Debbie would know anything about that. Yeah, um, certainly, and it is a, a type of genetic uh problem that we do see in, primarily in the herding breeds, and I don't believe that the corgi is actually one of the breeds that we've seen this in, um, but it, it does surprisingly show up in mixed breeds, so it is something for people to be aware of. Um, the MDR1 gene is basically a, a mutation in a gene that helps to 
process different drugs and kind of uh, excrete them out of the brain area. Uh, when they don't have this proper uh, gene in action, we can see drug toxicities causing neurologic problems and in worst case scenarios, even death. So it is something we need to be really aware of. Um, Australian shepherds, border collies, uh, collies, uh, there are even some German shepherds um, that have this type of gene, um, shelties, all of the kind of um, herding breeds. Um, and I do know that there was a little hubbub going around in the corgi breed before with concerns that they had this, and it really hasn't been documented. Um, uh, the the lab that tests for the, this gene is actually uh, Washington State, and uh, even on their website they have a list of uh, different breeds that this has been found in, and corgi is certainly not on that list at this time. But it is, like I said, it is important for all pet owners to really be aware of, because when you prescribe drugs, you know, you want to do things safely. So um, we want to make sure that we know that there are certain drugs that some pets cannot tolerate. Um, and the drugs we kind of talk about with this, this MDR1 gene tend to be things like ivermectin, um, which is a very common um, heartworm medication. Um, it's also uh, used to treat problems like skin mites and some other kind of skin conditions. So um, it's usually not a problem for the, the heartworm dose uh, of the ivermectin, but more so for the, uh, the mite problems. But other things like uh, sedatives, um, Imodium is a problem for these breeds. So it's pretty widespread. And in fact, I think three out of four collies have this mutant gene. So it is something to be aware of and have screened for. Now, were you having concerns with your corgi in particular, or are you just kind of checking the, the hype that was going around the, the dog park? <laughs> I was just checking the hype at the dog park because it just, you know, he, he came up with that, and I'm going, well, he said ivermectin. And I go, well, that's exactly what uh, what Bridget is on is his uh-huh. ivermectin-based mm-hmm. stuff, and he said, be very careful with that. And I'm going, holy cow, you know, maybe I should go ahead and, and get her tested. Even some of the different resources, those, these labs that test for this gene, it, it has been extensively tested. And the doses that have, are used in the regular monthly heartworm preventatives of ivermectin are not a problem for the herding breeds, even those with this gene. So it's not something to create mass panic about, um, but to be aware of. Because, um, you know, I had dogs, uh, German Shepherds, where I've uh, put them under for anesthesia. Um, and, boy, they wouldn't wake up at the end of the day. And they were very accessible sedated and there are some tranquilizers that we use for anesthesia that it would have been great to know that this dog had this gene so I could have altered the dosage of this and let that doggy you know not sleep over in the hospital that night and be able to walk home easily um, so yeah it, it is something to really be aware of and uh, but I think you're probably okay um, you know but share that certainly with your friends that have um, herding breeds or mixed breeds you know and this might be a great reason why we do genetic testing Find out what breed your dog is because this is a condition that if your dog is a mixed breed, herding breed, you know, we really ought to be testing for this, um, especially before we use certain drugs. So thank you so much for your call, Randy. That brings up a a very great point that a lot of people really just uh, need to hear about. So we appreciate your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, very cool thing I want to tell you about on, on this uh, installment of Party Animal with your host, Vinny Penn. That's me. Yeah, I'm sure you animal lovers out there are well aware of this. But for those of you who aren't, I, I'm very excited to bring this to your attention. My sister and her children were visiting for the past two weeks 
at the end of the summer here. And they put their new dog, Ringo, in a video kennel. And they were able to log on every day and check on Ringo. Uh, the the camera was aimed right at me. I heard my nephews, Ricky and Jay, what the Ringo sleeping, Ma, look at Ringo sleeping. I mean, this is great for all of those people out there who still have a little bit of paranoia when it comes to, uh, you know, leaving the peppy. I, you know, all you do is have the kennel owner's words when you go back. I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, kennels are, are fantastic. There's more than enough loving kennels out there. But every once in a while, you know, you hear your horror stories. There wouldn't be 2020 or primetime live without those kinds of horror stories. What would Barbara Walters do outside of the view? Uh, um, but it was great now. There was so much peace of mind. The boys were worried about the, the, the Ringo every day. And to be able to tune in in the morning and watch him in action, watch him chasing a ball, uh, was great. I mean, every day... They started off in a great mood, except for the day I had to explain to them what dry humping was and why Ringo was behaving in that manner. But uh, my sister Julie says they're going to resolve that issue as soon as they get home. Um, uh, but nonetheless, it, what a beautiful thing to be able to tune in and see him playing and log in. And and uh, their video kennels, uh, they live out in Nevada, out in Las Vegas. So you'd think the boys would know about dry humping already. Especially Ricky, he's 12. Uh, I'm living in Vegas. Uh, but they've got to be all over. And if they aren't, they're definitely something that's going to be happening. Video kennels, it's peace of mind for a couple of dollars. Even if it's not a couple of dollars, it is peace of mind for your pet. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Feels like time's running out. Maxed out on your credit cards, collection calls are coming every day, and you're two payments behind on your mortgage. You need help. We're Credit Card Relief, and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable. All at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. 
Animal Radio, baby. The Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award because it has those fold-down stain-resistant seats, a chill-zone glove box where I could put my beverages, as well as Ladybug's food, keep it fresh. Her drinks, she has several drinks. She has like a broth-flavored drink, and keep it nice and cool for her. A lot of storage options. They have the removable, washable liners. It's pretty easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Now, the dog father's always been a Dodge guy for a long time. I know time, you have. The early seventies. I know yep. you have. You're all American, is what you are. Uh, I'm the all American guy. If you want to get in on the Dodge Journey pet destination this week, give us a call right now. 1-866-405-8405. Tell us where you like to take your pets, your dog, your cat, your iguana, whatever animal it is. I told you we're not specious, and we'll give you prizes to run with uh, with your animals. But you got to share where your favorite place is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Carol. Hi, Carol. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How about yourself? Very good. Where do you live? I'm in northeastern Pennsylvania in a small town of about 3,500 people, but probably double that in dogs, and it is called Forty Fort. Forty Fort? Now, that's where you live, or is that your Dodge Journey pet destination? No, that's where I live. Okay. But we're, right. Is right. that is that near Reading, Pennsylvania? It is about an hour and a half south of Reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eagles or Steelers? <laughs> You know what? I have to go with the Steelers. It's All just... right, baby. That's my team. <laughs> exactly. I, I think I, I wouldn't be able to walk the dog safely down the street if I picked any other team. <laughs> there you go. So now where do you take the dog? Oh, my favorite place is a place called Nemecolon in a town called Farmington, Pennsylvania. And actually, this is a nice segue, that is in Steelers country. Oh. Um, it is gorgeous. It's on 2,000 acres, and there's chateau where the you know people could stay the humans could bring their dogs but if you want to stay with your dog there the entire 2,000 acres is phyto friendly oh. however it, it's spectacular it's just that if you didn't want to take the dog and have him or her stay in the hotel they have a place called wooflands what, what is it called woof what yeah like it sounds like woodlands but it's called wooflands wooflands yeah <laughs> That and is cool. That is great. It is. It's so much fun. And um, I took a tour of the place with my dog, Dexter, and we. I don't, he didn't want to leave. He saw the indoor pool that's there just for dogs um, to have fun in. In fact, there was a Labrador retriever the day we visited, and he was just kind of, it's almost like he was doing belly floppers in the pool. He was just taking a run uh-huh. and throwing himself in the pool. They have um, Coranda elevated beds. Um, climate-controlled rooms. Wow. the meals. I actually tried to check in, and they said no. Oh. They didn't let you do that. Okay. Carol has given us the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week in Farmington, Pennsylvania. Now, we have all of these listed up on the website, and this is good because we've had a lot of West Coaster. It's good to hear I'm from the East very Coast. very excited. It's you know, this sounds like my favorite one. It does. This sounds like my, yeah, this I, sounds real nice. I like it. If you want to see all the destinations, head on over to the website at AnimalRadio.com. Carol, thanks so much for sharing. Hold on, I have stuff for Dexter. All Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? This is Animal Radio. Dogs or cats? Horses?
horse or emu. Animals are people too. What's Japan's most popular dog? The Chihuahua. Thanks to a series of TV commercials featuring these tiny little dogs, people are going crazy for these lovable lap dogs. The bad news is the desire for a Chihuahua is so great that breeders can't keep up with the demand, and that's creating a problem involving Chihuahua abductions. After breaking into homes across Tokyo, dog natchers can sell a stolen Chihuahua for over two thousand dollars, leaving behind many grieving owners. As breeders catch up with the demand, it's thought the Chihuahua abductions will taper off. But in the meantime, owners are keeping their lap dogs in their laps. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, you know how girls are now allowed on wrestling teams and football teams. Well, pigs are now allowed on dog agility teams, with some Whoa. stipulations, of course. And there's a little pig that's doing pretty good. We'll tell you all about that coming up on Animal Radio News. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Annie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. You have a very sexy voice. What state of uh, United States you are calling us from? Uh, California. Ah, you're like in my neighborhood, almost. <laughs> what, what city? Uh, Rosemead. I don't know that, but you definitely know what city I am from. Newport Beach, California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, all celebrities live. So. <laughs> You've been there, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how can I help you? Okay, so um, I have a German Shepherd mixed terrier puppy. Oh, at least you have half good. At least you have any. At least you have a half good. But uh, terrier is like terrorist. That's the problem. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's the problem side. So, um, so she has a focus problem when we go outside because since she's an indoor dog, um, mm-hmm. you know, so she's good indoor. But when, once we go outdoor, it's like you know, kids going to Chuck E. Cheese. You know. She'll want to run. She wants to play. And it's really hard to keep her at one spot to train her to do other things other than just, you know, playing on her own. Okay. So you have a no behavior issue, I would say. You have a training problem here. And you have a... Yeah, the dog has a little bit uh, ADD, attention deficit yeah. disorder, or yes. something like yes. that. Bec- bec- and because she has MD, motivation disorder, because you're not giving her some motivations to change. See, dogs like a human, like your boyfriend, husband, whatever it is, I mean, you gotta give them motivations to, to change the things. You know, once I train one dog, and uh, the wife admitted to me, so she has a lack of authority over her husband too, and I asked what's the question, and what is the problem? She said every time he put uh, the clothes, over her table every time he comes home I said this is is marking territory so he put it on the on the table drop it on the floor you know uh-huh. and she did it he came in he didn't know what's happening he looked at that said what the f- is here he said he didn't know what's happening she said you know rules has been changed you have a Russian trainer now here but anyway you gotta be a little bit you sounds with all my respect to you but like a psychic hotline or something you sounds a little bit weak to me you sounds a little bit too submissive uh, you gotta be alpha female if you're dealing okay. with a dog and um, 
my best advice also, you got to get some training attention. How to do this? If you're going to be visiting our great website, it's uh, not my website. My website is also is great. It's a SoCalDogTraining.com, but you can visit uh, AnimalRadio.com. And we have a, a video section where I shows how to get control and focus with uh, Crazy Akita. You know, if you can do it with Akita, you definitely can do it with your dog. And okay. you need to, yeah, you got to get the pinch collar. That's mandatory. Um, okay. Herm Springer, German one. You got to put the six-foot leash. I want to make sure the leash is slack. And after that, if you just uh, follow that little recommendations, which I showed in that video, how to gain attention. It's it's a better watch it than it's just impossible to explain, especially I speak more in Doglish than in English, so my Rushlish is a little bit off track sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be very good for you to look at and see how, you know, dog goes, wants to look there, you snap there. Dogs go ahead of you, you momentarily turn around and snap in the opposite directions. So once you do these things, I would do it in your in your backyard or in your front yard. I know in California, backyard sometimes, like in Michigan, which I am from originally, like a balcony. So you got to get somewhere we have a space. And you okay. do it a few times, you know, that redirections in a low destructive environment and after that you need to go to the destructive environment it's like preparing yourself for the fighting before you go to the downtown Baghdad that's the same thing you know but you gotta get the proper equipment and you gotta look at the techniques I showed on the video if you're visiting animalradio.com video okay. section Vlad is working with a crazy Akita which is not my favorite somebody calls me I have Akita to train I probably will never call him back. <laughs> well, you know, my, my producer look at me like that because he knows we're going to receive a few emails on that. But anyway, thank you so for calling to Animal Radio. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Let's take another call for Joy Turner. We have Colleen on the phones. Hi, Colleen. Hi. How are you today? Fine, how are you? Good. I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here. Hi. Hi, Colleen. What can I do for you today? Well, I have a little French bulldog that's a year old, and I take her in the truck with us. And I'm just wondering if she enjoys it or not. Tell me your and name, please. Her name is Dolly. Oh, Dolly is such an exuberant little puppy. She just loves going with you. Does she? She doesn't want to be away from you. She said, "Wherever, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, that's where I want to be. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I have another question. I have a little dog. Uh, I had a little dog, a little Shih Tzu, Kino. And my son had put him outside, and then we never found him again. Um, he actually tells me that he got hit. He what? Got hit. Oh, so he's he's not in his body anymore. Oh, hit by a car. Yeah. Oh, how sad. It is. I love him so much. He was so sweet. He knows that. Oh, okay. I miss him so much. Colleen, I hope that answers a couple of questions for you there. It did. Thank you for your it call did. today. One, Thank you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. 
Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Hey, Paul. Hey, how's it going today? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Phoenix. Lovely Phoenix. Is it beautiful? Is, is it beautiful today? Uh, not really too much. It's more. Uh, it looks like doom gloom. If you're familiar with that. From the coast, yes, from LA. <laughs> Country's doing some weird things. Anyway, I got the good doctor here, Doctor Debbie, to answer your vet medical questions. What's going on with your animals? Well, here's here's my question: Is I have a undetermined aged Shih Tzu that we had from we got from a rescue, okay. and I, we know he's an old guy. Just just. Because and, he tells uh, you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could definitely tell there's Arthur kicking in and all that kind of stuff. Well, a couple of his friends are schnauzers, and they play with, you know, catch and fetch and all that kind of stuff. Well, I've been noticing his teeth falling out. Oh, gosh. It's especially like his front ones because I don't know about the schnauzer breed. I've never had one before, and so... He'll get it, and he'll get a rag toy and just start shaking it like, you know, like other dogs do that he sees. And I've been noticing teeth falling out. Oh, my God. Get him to the vet, for goodness sakes. <laughs> we need to look inside this doggy's mouth. Has he had any kind of dental exam recently? He had, and they had said everything was cool, but that they told us that it was just a part of age. And I'm thinking, do I correlate it with the toys? that he's not used to, and we, oh, we got him as a rescue. They actually, it was the day before they were going to put him down, and he had somehow gotten an eye injury, so he, you know, can, the, old, the old joke, you know, the dog lucky missing an eye and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he's actually missing an eye, <laughs> and okay. he's old and all this kind of stuff. So my oh. question to you is, after all that, are dogs' teeth like human teeth? They get in pain and kind of give them like an aspirin, a baby aspirin, or take the pain away, like wrap the cheese or something? Okay. Um, I'm going to stop with uh, the aspirin question first, and then I'm going to go back to the other part of that question. <laughs> um, aspirin. I do not give to animals. I really do not. Um, maybe decades ago, it was the only thing we had for pain in animals. And yeah. it, while it while it may help with the pain response, it can actually, and, and it's been proven, they, get, they gave aspirin to dogs that were perfectly healthy. And then they went in with a scope and looked at their stomach. And almost every animal that was given aspirin had some form of micro ulcers in their stomach. So there's so many safer things that we can give for pets that don't cause stomach ulceration and don't cause the problems with the kidney that we can have with aspirin. So nix that right away. <laughs> and, and it definitely upsets me that a lot of people buy aspirin at pet, pet stores over the counter and they're giving this to their pets as a way to treat you know, arthritis or chronic pain because it really is jeopardizing your pet uh, when there's so many so many more safer alternatives um, that can be directly given, you know, through uh, assistance with your veterinarian. So that's part of the thing. Then I'll go back to the whole teeth thing. Now, if any dog has teeth falling out and they're not a puppy and, you know, they're not losing those baby teeth, 
teeth falling out means there's disease in the mouth. So um, it is certainly possible that something like pulling on a toy might kind of put extra pressure on some tenuous teeth and pull those out. But that means there's still disease in that mouth that led to that weakening of the tooth um, interface. So I would say if they said they didn't see dental problems, you know what we know? (laughs) We know that even if we look at perfectly healthy teeth, in many cases, there's actually disease under the gum line. So I would still say pick up that phone. Hey, my dog lost some teeth. I want to get a dental exam and maybe get a cleaning if it's appropriate for your pet's health. Um, And then see about that because we don't want teeth falling out helter-skelter. He may need to, you know, if we intervene, we might be able to, you know, maybe clean the teeth. Maybe there's some diseased ones we can take out and save the teeth that are adjacent to that. Um, So that would be all what I would be kind of focusing on that mouth. And uh, unless his, you know, brother or sister dogs are popping him in the mouth with some kind of baseball and knocking those teeth out, um, then I'm going to say it's probably bad teeth in there we need to get a look paul thank you for your call today 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the dream team right now could be groomer joey volani animal communicator joey turner our pet travel expert susan sims Vladimir the world famous russian dog wizard or dr debbie answering your vet medical questions right now celebrating our connection with our pets this is animal radio if Joey's going to be doing spring cleaning, don't you think we should be doing some spring cleaning around the studios? I mean, it is kind of a mess. Yeah, especially your side. I keep yeah. my side clean all the time. Yeah, yeah what are you doing over there? I'm ra- raising animals over here. He's growing his own hair. Thinks he can gonna, turn him into a cats and dogs. See a pet or something like yeah. that. It's like a gerbil cage. I know, a gerbil huh? Cage, huh? <laughs> so, uh, and you're working on spring cleaning the animals today, whether it's a, it's an iguana or a cat or a snake, you're going to tell us how to spring clean the animals, right? Listen, it's time. You know, it's that time of the year. we got we got to get moving here. And remember, this is what keeps Joey Vellani in business is um, cleaning animals. So You should be listening up there, Judy, because I think uh, it's time for Ladybug. She's yeah. starting, to, starting to smell that way. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, you know how girls are now allowed on wrestling teams and uh-huh. football teams? Well... Pigs are now allowed on dog agility teams with some stipulations, of course. And there's a little pig that's doing pretty good. We'll tell you all about that coming up. And uh, Biggest Losers now featuring gorillas. Well, not the TV show Biggest Loser, but there are a pair of gorillas that have lost a lot of weight by going back to uh, eating like they did in the wild. I don't know. I might try it myself. They lost 65 pounds. They can do it. I can, I can do, do it. it. <laughs> we'll tell you more about that coming up on Animal Radio News. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Well, hello, Ken. Welcome to the show. I have Vlade right here. Hi. I can- Hi, Ken. Ken or Ken? How say properly? Ken. Ken. I know Americans hate when they uh-huh. we mispronouncing their names. Uh, Ken, how can I help you? Well, I've got, uh, she's about three years old, a miniature Doberman, and oh. she's eating my couch. She's just shredding it. Okay, she's a little bitch, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah she rides in the truck with me, and she's fine. We'll go home, mm-hmm. and if I leave her home for a couple hours to go to the store, or something, I'll come back, and she's pretty much ruined the couch. 
Yeah, this is the this is the notebook. This is the textbook, I would say, in Musk University course number second from the second semester. As a matter of fact, I remember. <laughs> it is a separation anxiety. Okay, okay. that is happening. Yeah, dogs love you. Dogs believes you know she's like female male. You know she thinks you're the man. You know you leave the house, yeah. you never come back because you're always always with her. You're driving with her everywhere, and you know she just uh, got so much attachment. That's the, that's enough. That's a little bit back by having that canine campaign with you all the time because it's a so easy to get yourself into the trouble. So how to get out of this trouble, basically? Yeah. Um, in, in, well, she knows basic- she's naughty because I'll go home and I'll say, what did you do? And she hides under the blanket. You know, it is conditioning because that's uh, sometimes people say to me, oh, my dog knows when she pees and poops somewhere. Yeah, you just put the water on the floor and just say, who did it? And she momentarily, you know, feels like she's guilty. You know, I've, I believe sometimes dogs do, like a humans, like dogs sometimes, like a, like a humans, they have a so- sociopath or whatever you call it in English, but uh, some have more conscience, some less, some just don't care. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe your dog knows, but maybe your dog also associates with your anger and she just knows she can get punished yeah, instead of just focusing on the punishment which sometimes is a good thing too but not in your situation because dogs live in the present not in the future not in the past you know so you missed it forgot it uh, they are very simple creatures so let's think about the future and the future can be bright or dismal depends if you're going to listen Vladi or you just think you're like a Polish man who believes he knows everything remember Ken I am the Russian man and the Russian man believes he knows everything so here is the solution you have to first increase the confidence in your dog and that can be done just as the result of the solid obedience training even though your dog is a miniature it doesn't mean he she should not have any training i definitely would put color and leash on her and would do two times per day walking her through the house through your backyard in front of your home if she's ahead of you turn around and snap the leash a little bit I will teach her follow you on the leash, so you will be the leader. Uh, if you would like to see how to do that, visiting uh, animalradio.com website, we have a video and video section. Um, after that, you know, I would do sit, stay, calm down, this type of the things, which make her be, be a little bit more tired. And tired dog is the good dog. I said tired kids sleep well. So that's very important part of the training would be. Uh, after that, I would break dependency on me. How I would do that? I would invest money in the little crate, and I would put her in the crate, metal one in your situation, not the plastic one, and I would uh, start creating her while I'm home, so she would not chase me around as I walk through my house. And after I start to leave her and leave the house for a while, I have to come back, leave the house and come back, and I would increase that time gradually up to two, three hours before I can trust her to be on her own. Here's the secret. Okay. If you're going to build the time, everything which bad happen, I will be very focused right now, can if any bad things happen as far as chewing your life, chewing your furniture, eating your furniture, it will happen within the first three hours since you leave the house. That's when okay. the dogs do that. So if you're going to gradually build it up, up to three hours while you leave the house and come back, and when you come home, please don't rush to her and just say, hey, how was your day? Just ignore her. Be like more like a Taliban husband who comes home. He's not giving his <laughs> wife kisses and hugs. You know, he's just more like a Russian husband. Just please go do, di- uh, go do dishes and go do laundry. That's that's it. <laughs> so, so be a little bit like a man, okay? Don't approach it 
the dog and if she's screaming and whining in the crate when she see you approach sideways smack the crate don't raise your hand just sideways not the dog crate as you scream ah! she she shuts up you say good girl and never let her go when she is screaming always let her go when she is quiet and that's how you're going to build it up in combination with obedience training you also can give put her on some holistic supplements um, product by name pro quiet works really well in our company makes a great great product we love it judy could you remind me that one yes it's called calming bliss and it's by petpalsvitamins.com yeah, as a matter of fact, that one would be even my primary choice. We had so much great results with that one. So give it to your dog before you leave the house. So everything in combination will really work. So give us a call maybe one week from now. Let me know how you're doing. But uh, I guarantee you that method is going to work for you. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Yeah, thank you. Good boy. <laughs> Vinny Penn coming back at you on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. Um, this one tops them all. Gotta tell you, invitation in the mail the other day. Invitation, not even email. Postage paid to my wife. She was invited to a birthday party for her friend's cat. Now, one, I've been telling her for ages, this girlfriend of hers, she's passed the, she's, she's crossed the line. She's passed the point of no return. She's in her 40s. This cat is the love of her life. It's just her, the cat, a quilt, and a big jug of Ben and Jerry's. That's it. Oh, and she knits. I mean, this is it. This cat is her life. And that's great. But to throw the cat a birthday party, is the, that is a cry for help. I told my wife, you're not a good friend. This is a cry for help, and you're not responding to this. And like I said, maybe if she emailed it, stamps were put on these. Are people going to show up? Are they going to sing it to this cat? Are they going to say, how old are you now? And expect the cat to scratch out. Oh, what does she do? She's three. Be a good friend. Take the invitation to your local therapist. Write your friend's phone number on it or address and get a straight jacket fitted. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your ADT dealer, at 1-877-526-1133. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-877-526-1133. installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now. 1-877-526-1133. That's 1-877-526-1133. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. 
Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about animal radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. You're listening to Animal Radio. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. Bring your animals round. Hopefully they enjoy it, too. The whole Dream Team is here. I have uh, Dr. Debbie to my right answering your vet medical questions. Dressed in black because it makes them look thinner, and it does. Groomer Joey Villani joining us. Also star of QVC these days. <laughs> See him all over QVC. Stacy Conan with news. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Our pet travel expert Susan Sims. And, of course, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And he, you know, he's pissed because people call him at the last resort, and he wants them. To, he wants to be the first person they call. But oftentimes, people will have problems with their dogs, and then they can't get it fixed, so they end up on Vlade's doorstep. And of course, Vlade is the last person they usually see because Vlade usually fixes it. You know, and that's a shame. I got to tell you something. I was on stage with um, Caesar Milan not oh, yeah. too long ago. Yeah, and, over um, at the. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a big. I'm a big fan, but I got to tell you, he has nothing on Vladi, and I say that sincerely because Vladi has the personality and the knowledge. Caesar has the knowledge, and we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but um, but I'll tell you, he re- really Vladi. I mean, you, you you are truly so. You guys better start calling him first, okay? Most dogs not that; they just need Vlad. Once we go Russian, dogs stop fussing. Yeah, we were actually trying to stir up Caesar gossip many years back. We uh, we had we sent spies, animal radio spies, all around the country to various animal people's houses to uh, just just see what he does. Nothing good no on dirt him. on him. No dirt on him. But there's plenty of dirt on uh, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog <laughs> wizard. And uh, he has a three. You know what I always? Yes. You know what I always say? Yes. You know what? If you can't dig up any dirt, you're a boring human being. Exactly. Yes. What are you filing your nails? Can you tell? <laughs> hey, Bob. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Paris, Florida. Paris, Florida. Not familiar with it. What side of Florida? Sounds exotic. Have you ever been there, Doctor Debbie? <laughs> no, but I, I like the sound of it. <laughs> I do too. I do too. So, what's going on? Uh, I'm right outside of Tampa. Uh, my beagle's five years old, and he has renal failure. And uh, I guess I learned that that's how you find out after they have it to a certain degree. It doesn't Mm -hmm. really show or have a lot of symptoms, but uh, 
after a lot of diagnosing and um, running back and forth and paying vet, vet bills, um, I finally went up to uh, went back up to New York, um, actually by you know email, and got his old holistic doctor, and he's doing a lot better with the with the Chinese herbs and stuff. But I mm-hmm. wanted what really got me was how does it how does it progress so fast without even giving any signs. Well, I, you know, the, I'm sorry to hear that kidney, kidney disease in such a young dog. It's, I mean, that's so upsetting. Um, and, and the big question is if we can determine if there's a cause for the kidney disease. And that's there can be pets that are born with a tendency to have, you know, bad kidneys. So if if he was a human, we'd be talking about kidney transplants when we get to a certain point. But I guess what's kind of curious, and I don't know the full details of your baby's situation, but in some cases, kidney failure can be brought on suddenly by things, or it can be chronic. So those sudden causes can be things that are toxins like uh, antifreeze, raisins, grapes, um, um, household uh, pain relievers, um, and then could be things even like infections. And being in a moist environment, one of the things we look at is a disease called leptospirosis that can cause kidney failure in dogs. Um, so all of those things kind of fit in there that um, if we don't know the cause, it can be really hard to say, okay, how long has this been present? What's going to be our long-term um, turnaround? There are pets that have chronic, just gradual loss of kidney function, and those are the ones where you're correct. The kidneys are just kind of dying slowly, and we don't know it. And it's not until 75% of the functional kidney is actually gone, that it'll actually show up on a veterinarian's blood work. So that's that's pretty horrible, actually, because um, a lot of progress, um, a lot of progress of the disease can occur before we even have any clue about that. So things we definitely watch for with kidney disease are drinking a lot, urinating a lot, um, losing weight, vomiting, or loss of appetite. Some of those type of signs might be some earlier things that we'd look for um, that could tell us that there's something wrong. Um, so, uh, you know, and again, I don't know all the situation with your baby as far as what's uh, what potentially is the cause, but it, it isn't uncommon to have kidney disease kind of gradually come up. And then once it hits its point, it's almost like a teeter-totter. It's a tipping zone, and once it's there, we know it's there, and it's in full force. Um, and that's when the signs become very apparent. Uh, so how is your baby doing right now? Since I got them on the uh, the Chinese herbs from up from New York from New York, he nails it down. And I cook his dinner for him. He cooks. Uh, we give him a lot of raw vegetables and stuff, and organic mm-hmm. chicken mixed in with crushed bone and all that. He's doing fantastic. But Good. The holistic doctor said that it was the antibiotic that finished him off. It was mm. it was was in progression, but it okay. was the antibiotic when dog bit him. And I had to get him, um, a, I don't know, a tetanus shot, I guess, or, or something for a dog, uh, antibiotic. And he said mm. that was the final thing that did him in. He just couldn't take an antibiotic at that point. Mm, yeah, and I'm not sure exactly what he's referring to, but there are some antibiotics that do have um, a problem where they can be, cause some trouble to the kidneys. They're not real commonly used for routine infections, so I'm not sure, you know, what your vet used, but, um, you know, if, if a pet has borderline kidney disease and we introduce any medicine, it may not be um, tolerated well because the kidneys already are not 
filtering well, um, and it can kind of tip them over the edge. So I'm glad to hear your baby is doing well, and and certainly keep up all the efforts. I'm a fan of if it works and we can track those blood values and we see improvement on both the blood values and in the pets the way they're feeling, then I'm a fan. Um, so I, I'm a little skeptical, but yeah, um, but I don't sneeze at uh, those therapies that do show some good good results. So best wishes to you there, Bob, and give your your baby a pat on the head from us at Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hi, Tina. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Red Oak, Iowa. Red Oak, Iowa. I assume there's yeah. a lot of red oak there. <laughs> yeah, it's more than what we need. Okay. More red oak than you can handle there. So what's going on? I have animal communicator Joy Turner right here with me. Hi, well, Tina. Hi, how are you? Terrific. What well, can I do for you? Well, I've got two dogs. I work in um, animal rescue. I'm an animal control officer and investigator. And I have two dogs that I don't know their history. Um, my my one dog, who is a little mixed lab, um, I found her with a dead dog. They had been running loose, and she was a uh, wreck of bones when I found her. Um, she had a heartworm, nursed her back to health, and we adopted her. And then my other one um, is a mixed American Staffshire that I found on a highway running out in front of a semi Oh, boy, about six years ago. And, again, we don't know their history, and so we're kind of curious on what happened with them okay, before so I found them. Tell me their names. Um, my mixed lab is Katie. Okay, and your other one? And the American Staffshire is Pete. Okay. The first thing, so, okay, the first thing Pete wants to tell you, and then I'll ask you my question, is thank you for calling him that. <laughs> He is okay. also considered a pit bull, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't like that pit bull name. <laughs> okay. And he tells me that he doesn't like that because people are so afraid of that, and he doesn't think he's a dog for people to be afraid of. No, he's not. He's a big baby. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's very, very happy that you call him a Staffordshire Terrier. Okay. And he says it was his pit bull heritage that got him in trouble, so... They said, he said, you know, when somebody wants, he's not quite sure how to put this. The way I would say what he's trying to say is when somebody wants a fighter rather than a lover, Uh lovers don't work out so well. Right. So that's how he got basically abandoned. Okay, so he was dumped. Yeah. Okay. And Katie says, it's so hard. She was out for so long. She almost doesn't even remember any other time. What she remembers was being out, being afraid, and finding her other friend, the one that passed away. Okay. And the two of them bonded because they had this mutual, you know, we have no idea what to do or what we're going to do, so we're going to be together, and maybe we can figure it out together. Okay. Um, So when I ask her if she goes back before that time, she says she almost can't even... She knows there must have been another time, mm-hmm. but she doesn't actually remember that. I think she had so much trauma from when she was on her own, it kind of erased a lot of her previous memory. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. So she can't really even tell you. Okay. Okay. But they're happy now, I hope. Yes. Both of them say they're just... They think, on in retrospect, that it was the best thing that ever happened to them, that they got out so that you could find them. 
Okay, that makes me want to cry. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're both such good dogs, and for you know not knowing anything about them, and to bring them home, and uh, they have just fit in so so good. Isn't that wonderful? Katie says, you know, sometimes the world works in marvelous and mysterious ways. Yeah. Well, like she, like I said, she was just a stray dog call, and it wound up being an investigation, and no suspects, and. Um, and uh, I just spent some time with her at the shelter. I laid down in the kennel with her and just gave that tail started wagging. Yeah, she lucked out. She's a good girl. Tina, thank you for your call today. We appreciate it. Thank you. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. The birds in Decatur, Illinois, were driving the residents batty. 30,000-odd starlings invaded the city each year, taking over the city park, dive-bombing pedestrians, and bullying other birds. After all the conventional solutions failed, the town called in James Solace, an 83-year-old man, sometimes referred to as the bird man or the crow whisperer. Solace said he could make the birds leave, but demanded complete secrecy, warning officials not to spy on him. In desperation, he was hired, and just like that, the birds all flew away. The residents of Decatur don't know how he persuaded the birds to leave. They're just glad he did it. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people, too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Steve Garvey on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Former Baywatch star Pamela Anderson, you remember her, the one with the red bathing suit, she's appealed to India's top medical institute to retire some old monkeys that have been used in scientific research, according to PETA India. The Hollywood actress said that she'd seen a video that allegedly secretly filmed the All India Institute of Medical Sciences, and it showed sick monkeys and rabbits which had been kept in cages for up to 20 years. It broke her heart to see the suffering, so it made her write a letter to the director, R.C. Decca, on behalf of the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals. Well, girls are now allowed on wrestling teams as well as football teams, and so... Pigs are now allowed on dog agility teams, with some restrictions, of course. A pig from North Wales is set to join a dog agility team, 10-month-old Louie. He spends his days training to run a canine agility course, and he plays fetch. He's so good at running like a hound, his owner, Sue Williams, hopes to make him part of a Cheshire dog display team. Well, for the last six months, her little pig has spent every day learning how to do this course, and in return he gets ginger biscuits. He likes those. Um, but any hopes that Louie may graduate to competing at prestigious display competitions, meh, probably not going to happen because organizers say their agility competition is strictly restricted to dogs and they have to be at least 18 months old. And Louie's, you know, he's a high achiever. He's 10 months old. So 
Probably not going to happen for poor Louie. Biggest losers are a pair of gorillas. Yes, in the U.S., even zoo gorillas need to switch to a heart-healthy diet. A lot are dying of heart disease, just like humans. According to Elena Holen-Less, she's a Ph.D. candidate in biology at Case Western Reserve University. Heart disease is the number one killer of male western lowland gorillas. That is the only species of gorilla in the North American zoos. She leads an effort to counter the killer disease by returning these primates to a diet that's more like what they'd eat in the wild. So instead of spending about a quarter of their day eating the old diet, they now spend about 50 to 60 percent of each day feeding and foraging, about the same amount of time that wild gorillas forage. Although it may take in uh, twice as many calories on this new diet, after a year, these big boys, because they had to exercise to get their food, they've each dropped about 65 pounds each. Not so bad. A talent manager in Germany has decided to represent some of the animal kingdom's more unique creatures. Tom Beezer tells the UK's Orange News that he's opened up the world's first agency for albino and two-headed animals. He says he was first introduced to exotic animals 15 years ago when he worked as LaToya Jackson's tour manager. Hmm. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. to connect with anyone here at Animal Radio, the entire Dream Team in place. And this one is for Dr. Debbie, right, Judy? Okay. Greg. Hey, Greg, how are you doing? Hi, I'm very well. How are you today? (laughs) Very good. Good, Greg. I heard some yapping, and I thought your voice changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's my little trucking buddy here. He's uh, a little over three years old, been in the truck with me ever since he was pocket size. Wow. He's not much bigger than that now. Uh, what kind of dog? I have a little, uh, well, the, the breeder told me it's called a tiny toy, uh, Chihuahua. He's oh, okay. kind of between a teacup and a toy. Okay. And, uh, oh. he's solid red and black brindle and, uh, was born tailless, actually. His mother was tailless. Interesting. Oh, so he's got a little yeah. something. I, I love tailless pets. I, I've had several of them. So. Aren't most of your pets at home tailless? <laughs> me? Yeah. I've had a cat that had a tail. Well, it's artificially, you know, had to amputate one of the cat's tails, one of the dog's yeah. tails. You know, they just kind of keep, we chop body parts off our pets all the time. <laughs> but what not can really. I do for you? Well, yeah, I'm not going to chop your uh, pet's body parts off, but um, what can I do for you here today? <laughs> Well, my question, um, my little friend here has a girlfriend at home that's about 14 and a half months old, and she just recently came through her second uh, cycle, and I don't know whether they were active really or not, never caught them at anything, but we didn't really try to separate them. She's also a chihuahua, and I'm hoping that she's not too young, uh, you know, that that wouldn't have been a problem. If she if she does turn out pregnant, how would we know? When would we start seeing any symptoms or any signs or anything? 
Okay. Um, first question, is she too young? No. Generally, we do prefer a dog to be bred on their second cycle. Um, we okay. just hate for them to get pregnant around that six-month mark. It's kind of like a teenage pregnancy. So um, so you're okay there. Now, as far as pregnancy-wise, duration, dogs are pregnant for about 63, 64 days. You know, significant physical changes you may not know for a full month or so. And the trick is that dogs can also have false pregnancies. So that can also look like they're pregnant and even produce milk. So um, some of these physical changes, they're not foolproof. But, you know, we would be watching for weight gain. Um, an increased appetite usually kicks in about a month into a pregnancy. Um, and then it's a couple weeks later that we actually will start to see things like milk production. Um, but some of the behaviors like nesting, where a dog will kind of build little beds or, you know, try to find a little comfy spot to sleep for the pups, that can also happen with a false pregnancy. So sometimes um, we have been fooled, both veterinarians and people alike uh, that have pets. So um, one of the things I might suggest is to actually have your baby taken to the veterinarian um, about three to four weeks after p- possible breeding time. And they can do an ultrasound and look to see to diagnose pregnancy. And that'll help kind of put a timeline on things as well, because we can age the pups based on the size of the puppy's skull. Um, and that will help you in preparing for, you know, when um, we might be having some babies delivered. Okay. So, yeah. And we can, always, we can always do x-rays as well when we get a little further along the lines, about 45 days after breeding. But by that point, things are, if you're asking, are we pregnant or not, usually it's a little bit more apparent by that point because you're a little further into it. Okay. My other question, I guess, that in, in parallel to that, is I, I think she uh, has not yet had her one-year uh, shots kind of chastised my wife on that. She's oh, kind of yeah. let that slide. And would that be something that you would want to wait till we know for sure whether she's pregnant? Absolutely. Before yeah. getting shots? Of, yeah. Don't vaccinate a dog that we suspect could be pregnant. There can be some problems with that. So, um, But, yeah, shame, shame. We always want to make sure our pregnant babies are um caught up to shots caught up to date with their shots beforehand because that means the babies will have a little better chance at immunity uh, to many diseases so um but right. uh, well hope, hope all goes well there okay thank you thanks for your call greg one 405 to connect with any one of the dream team could be groomer joey Volani, animal communicator joy turner Susan Sims, Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard. I think we have one for Joy right now, and we welcome Sherry to the show. Hi, Sherry. How you doing? Good. What's going on? Question I have. I had two cats die in a house fire. Yes. And I kept getting messages from them, but I couldn't sort it out. Okay. On who, who was there the day that they died. And how do we have time to take another question? Go ahead. Can you tell me the cats' names? King and Pepper. Okay, well, King's the one that popped in first. And King's a boy, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay, he wants, he wants to know why you want to know that. For my For my state of mind, I mean... He said, do you think that somebody started that fire? Yes. He's really hesitant to say who, and Pepper is letting him do the talking for some reason. He does, though, say that it was a man. 
somebody you know. Okay. And he thinks you know who that is. Yeah. He just doesn't want to say names. Because he's pretty sure you understand exactly who it is. Let's start with a J. Can you say that? He said, you know who it is. Hmm. Hope that helps okay. you out there, Sherry. Thank you for your call today. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. It appears that uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, Judy's dog, is being taught to use the toilet. Believe that or not. Right. Does she flush? Does she? You know, if she not, could, I she you know, would. I could probably teach her. I could probably put little potties, little steps up to the commoter. Oh, I could get her a little kitty potty and teach her, like a little toddler potty. This is sure uh, she could pull the chain and flush. Yeah. If you're new to Animal Radio, they're talking about Ladybug, the studio <laughs> stunt dog, who is uh, very spoiled, I might say. Uh, what is she wearing today? Is she in dress today or garb today? No, she's she's just wrapped in her little, little striped blankie. Blankie, which I'm sure yes. you put in the dryer prior to her yes. being wrapped in it. So what's your point? She likes a warm blankie. And you're still fe- feeding her Stella and Chewies, of Nothing course. Nothing but. Okay, well, and this is the thing. People call, they say, what are you feeding your animals? And, well, for Ladybug, it's Stella and Chewies. And we'd love to send you a sample of this food because... It's full of uh, the good, healthy ingredients. We know that, but would she like it? She's a little finicky diva. It's USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones, no antibiotics. It's pathogen-free. You don't have to worry about that salmonella, nothing like that. It's good stuff, and uh, it's especially good if you're traveling across the country. You know, or a truck or something, you don't mm-hmm. have to carry the cans. It is freeze-dried, and you can hydrate it. Sometimes Ladybug likes it non-hydrated. Right. I'd like to send you a sample. All you have to do is send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. If you want to learn more about where to do that, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, check out their website at StellaAndChewies.com. We are going to the phones next, 1-866-405-8405, to talk to any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's Hospitality Program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your ADT dealer, at 1-877-526-1133. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored 
standard by ADT. Call 1-877-526-1133. $99 installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now. 1-877-526-1133. That's 1-877-526-1133. Feels like time's running out. Maxed out on your credit cards, collection calls are coming every day, and you're two payments behind on your mortgage. You need help. We're Credit Card Relief, and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. It is time for Joey Volani's tip of the week. And it is uh, much needed around here as we, we do a little spring cleaning. The only things that get cleaned around here, the uh, the prize closets getting cleaned. Interestingly enough. We've got, we yes. got to clean these windows here. The windows are a little dirty. They need to be cleaned. But we're also cleaning the animals. Windows? There's windows there? Yeah, there's windows right wow. over here. Check that out. Jeez. Well, do you know what happens? I mean, it's just like, you know, your closets and your base, whatever else you clean during, you know, spring cleanup time. Um, but it's time for the pets now to get their spring cleanup. And, um, you know, everyone comes out of the woodwork and, um, you know, wants to get them clean. But this is important because this gets the coat in shape for the warm summer that we hopefully we're going to have, you know, a nice warm summer. So what you want to do is you want to get the dogs that have that have shedding-type coats, like your um German Shepherds, your Collies, your Sammies, and you want to get them all de-shedded out completely. Get all that 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 um that heavy loose hair out because what that's going to do is that's going to make the skin be able to breathe. It's gonna it's gonna promote skin and it's gonna promote the growth of the right type of undercoat. You see, it's important. On a dog that sheds, a lot of people say, oh, my dog's real hot, and they go into a grooming salon and they have him buzzed down or clipped down, whatever you want to call it. And that's probably the worst thing you can do because now what happens, Hal, is the, is the coat doesn't work properly. Oh. You see, when a dog had that, that has undercoat, it's supposed to have undercoat for a reason because in the summer, it'll protect that pet from, um, overheating and it'll, it'll release, it'll release the right amount of heat and keep enough coolness on the skin. So the dog actually, don't, don't get me wrong, if it's 90 degrees that it's hot, sure. but, it works properly for that dog. Now, dogs that don't shed, losses, um, Shih Tzus, Maltese, and don't get me wrong, every dog sheds to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But these are dogs that don't, you know, that, that aren't going to go up against your black clothes, because I always wear black because I look very slimming in black. As you, you do. Tell. I was going to say that. Yes, yes, we remember. Um, those type of dogs... Um, they, you know what, all went along there in the house. You probably didn't have the haircuts. And if they're knotted up, now is the time. If they need to be clipped down, get them clipped down. So by the time the summer comes, they can go outside without having to worry about being sunburned. Okay, now this goes for the same thing for your cats. Get them de-shedded out. Get them ready. Make them happy for the summer. And you know what? It makes everyone happy. You're happy you don't have shedding hair. The pet's happy. The groom is happy because they made some money. Everyone's happy. It's a happy world, yeah. It's sort of like taking care of the the roses, pruning the roses just before the season. Yes, it's a win-win situation. Yes, yes. Just like that. It's it's a it's a yep, Judy, you're right. A win win situation. 
That is Joey Volani brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Remember, you can get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com uh, for your older pet and your younger pet, too. You know, the name's kind of deceiving, but I want you to check it out anyway because they have stuff for your younger pet to keep them young. Plus, you'll get this 25% discount when you shop there. All you have to do is look for the Animal Radio logo on the front page and put in Radio SPP, as in Senior Pet Products. Radio SPP. Put that in. You'll get 25% off. And, of course, they do have the lowest prices anywhere on Contraflex and Snovaflex. That is SeniorPetProducts.com, and they bring us Joey Volani. Do you know, yes. that's, some, that's some deal there, but, you know, the best thing about Senior Pet Products is they bring me along. Yes, that's you know, it, that is the best part. 25% off on Joey Volani. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. No, Another win-win situation. And see, see Judy, you. you're always we're right. All, we're always, always right. We're winning today. Yes, we're winning. This is Greg Biffle on Animal Radio, and remember to spay the neuter your pets. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. She's not. Uh, she's not eligible. She's not. She won't be eligible. Oh, I was taking all these great photos of her. I know. I know. I know. Hold on for just one second. Let's not uh, get Ben all out of shape here. Wait a minute. Let's welcome to the show Steve Panetti, top dog at Kempton, one of our favorites. <laughs> How are you doing, Steve? How are you? I, I'm doing great. I should get my business card changed to Top Dog. I like that. <laughs> well, we got kind of an argument going on in the studio here, and I know that you'll, you'll be able to solve this here. Uh-oh. We've just kicked off the Kimpton Paparazzi, Paparazzi, I love that, photo uh-huh. contest, and uh, Judy wants to enter, and of course she can't enter because she's one of the judges, so that would work, right? Well, you know, I've got an awful lot of my uh, Kimpton employees that are not very happy either with me. (laughs) So I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to have a second contest out there at some point for, uh, what is it, friends and family of the station and the company are going to have to have their own version of this. We'll have to have the public judge that one. There you go. Oh, I like that. That's That's not a bad idea, actually. But meanwhile, right now and until May 31st, anyone can enter by entering the puppy's picture or their dog's picture picture at KimptonHotels.com. Upload the photo. And of course, you, everybody thinks they have the cutest dog. Well, it, well, wait a minute. Is it just dogs? Oh, gosh, no. Um, no, it's not just dogs. We've had, uh, we've well, we've got dogs and we've got cats. I'm trying to go. We had, uh, I had a friend of mine that wanted to put his iguana up there. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure that uh, was going to win the beauty contest, but we'll see. Yeah, there's nothing really wrong. It could be a very, very attractive iguana. Now, I've been going to the page <laughs> yeah. every few days to, to check out the pictures, and more and more people are entering with some very attractive dogs. Now, you can enter how often during the contest? Well, you can, um, you, you, any one individual can enter as many pets as they would like, but you can only vote for your pet ah, once. Okay. And all those, ah. all those smart guys over in the technology department have got this thing set up, so that's how it works. So, but it's pretty wild. We've got a few folks uh, out there that have um, 
We've got Snickers that's got 117 votes leading yeah. the pack. Uh, wow. Um, followed by Maddie with 96 and CC with 94. So it's like this thing took off like a rocket. Well, yeah. there, there's some big prizes. That's why. I mean, some there good stuff. There are some cool prizes. we got some great partners to help jump in on this thing, help us make it work, and have some fun. Yeah, we've got Olive Green, a Dog, Polka Dog Bakery, Republic of Dog, Sherpa Pet Group, all donating parts and prizes. And every two weeks... The first and the fifteenth. There's going to be what you're going to pick the five winners for the next. How is that going to work? Tell us. No, you got it. You're on it. It's um, well, you hit on it earlier. You want to go to KimptonHotels.com. Up on the top, across the top, you'll see the navigation called Services. Okay. You pull that down. You'll see Pet Friendly. You go to Pet Friendly, and then there you'll see the contest. And and what we do is um, every two weeks we run the contest. We we take the the uh, the top uh, five. Uh, winners. Okay. Um, from uh, from each round, there'll be six rounds. So thirty total. Okay. So there'll be thirty total, and then from the the thirty, well, those thirty get some some nice gifts as well. But from the thirty, we'll pick uh, the final uh, the final final winner. And then that's when we unload kind of the ultimate hospitality uh, hospitality hospitality yes getaway grand prize. So. Um, it's going to run for uh, six two-week sessions, and it should be an awful lot of fun. It's been incredibly well-received, got a lot of um, emails. It's even shown up on uh, TripAdvisor uh, a couple of times sure. as far as, you know, just one more reason why people love hanging out and staying with our hotels and eating in our restaurants. Well, the reason everyone loves Kimpton is there's no uh, fees for the pets. They no really roll out the restrictions. No size restrictions. That you roll out the red carpet. Definitely the best hotel in the world for your pet. Now, let Appreciate me, it. the ultimate hospitality getaway grand prize includes a two-night stay at Kimpton, two round-trip tickets on JetBlue, and that's for the humans. Wow. Right. A, a $500 credit for the photogenic pet, of course, and a one $100 Kimpton restaurant and in-room dining gift certificate, an in-room spa treatment. Now, that sounds cool. <laughs> and then an Amelia Collection Carrier by Sherpa Pet, one of the sponsors. Some great stuff by the sponsors. And the thing I really like about this contest is it's not just the grand prize. There's lots of chances to win. Well, that's the fun of it. I think, you know, sometimes, I mean, you know, you know, I, I'll, I'll look at contests from now and from time to time, and if there's going to be the one big grand prize, it's like, oh my gosh, how tough is that? Yeah. But if you, if you, but if you feel like there's multiple winners and sure. you've got a chance, now it just seems a little bit more genuine, which which it is, and and more people have a chance to to share. And and I gotta I gotta uh, reach out to my sponsors. You know, they came through. They're my partners, and they were excited about this. And they're like, come on, let's let's. Let's try to make this a winning situation for everybody. And some great sponsors on board. Once again, we want to thank Olive Green Dog, Polka Dog Bakery, Republic of Dogs, and Sherpa Pet Group. Now, we're going to also put a link over at AnimalRadio.com right on the front page so you can get to this. And I, right. I encourage everybody to check out the pictures as they add every day. It's great <laughs> to see all the different pictures added. And everybody thinks they have their cutest dog or cat or uh -huh. iguana or flamingo, whatever it is. Well, I just went through them all, and I don't see my buddy's iguana, so I'm going to give him a call. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those glasses with a big fake nose and put it on Ladybug and send it in so no one will know. <laughs> Disguising the dog, I get it. Yes. No, can't do that, Judy. Okay, okay. okay. Steve right. Panetti joining us. Thank you so much. We will talk with you very soon again. And, of course, links to everything that we're talking about today on right. today's show over at the website. You got it. You got it. You guys are wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you. By the way, I wanted to mention, if you missed any part of today's show, 
you can download the podcast from the website after it airs across the country on animalradio.com. Head on over there as well as you can get discounts, uh, all kinds of good things. Animalradio.com. 1-866-405-8405 is our number. It's open all week long. We have an answering machine there if we're not in the studio. If you have a question, you don't want to come on the air, but you want to talk to Dr. Debbie or to Joey Villani or to Animal Communicator Joy Turner, we're all here during the week. You can also email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. All that information up there at the website. Joey, you look tired, too. I still think I'm on East Coast time here. i got to get used to it, but it went wonderful. I had a good time with you guys. Have yourself a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye now. This is Animal Radio Network.